Shalom. Welcome back to 5-Minute Musar with Kehilat Musar at the Institute for Holiness. Korim lo machon le kedusha v'kehilat Musar. Hamesh dakot shel Musar. I am Rabbi Chasio Uriah Steinbauer, founder and director of the Institute. I'm excited to be back here with you after a month-long break of silent retreat during the month of Cheshvan. Now that we have entered the month of Kislev, we are ready to engage and practice together again. Before we begin, it's time for to share a special prayer called the Hadran. And it's uh, for thanking God who has strengthened us to learn and to finish a tractate of Talmud and to declare that we will return to study again. This uh, tefillah, this prayer, was composed sometime between 505, 505, and the year 1705 CE. The Hadran is recited at the completion of a stay there of Mishnah or a tractate of Talmud. And the text of the prayer gives us thanks to Hashem, to God, for allowing the reciter to learn the Seder or Maseket, and ex- expresses the desire to return to the text for continued study in the future. So the author of the Hadran text is anonymous. We don't know who it is. And I, along with many other Jews, have just finished the Maseket uh, Eruvin, and um, in the uh, Bavli and the Babylonian Talmud. And today I recite the Hadran with you. Hadran alach maseket eruvin. Ve hadran alan. Datan alach maseket eruvin. Ve datach alan. Lo nish neshe minach maseket eruvin. Ve lo tit neshe minan. Lo be almar. We will return to you, Tractate Evovin, and you will return to us. Our mind is on you, Tractate Evovin, and your mind is on us. We will not forget you. Tractate Evovin, and you will not forget us, not in this world and not in the next world. Such a beautiful text. It reminds me when we're wrapping the tefillin in the morning, if you do, when we say to Hashem, Eleastik Leolam, I betroth you to me forever, and I betroth you for through certain things. It's quite an intimate, beautiful text. So, for those who it's not so obvious, why, why do we study Talmud Torah? And as part of a daily Musar practice, we do it for several reasons, probably more than I will actually say here. We want to discipline our lives to a regular mitzvah practice of studying Torah. Because one, it's commanded. Now, if you don't believe there's a chiyuv, an obligation, then this doesn't apply to you. But there is. And number two, we learn much musar in rabbinic texts that send messages to our souls and help us become the best version of ourselves in service of God and others. And number three, learning Talmud Torah together in Havruta in a pair with a partner or in Kahila and community 
Boston Lycan and Beit Midrash, a house of learning, even online, by Zoom. It connects us to a community of spiritual seekers who too are committed to growth and transformation. So now we jump into what the content of this podcast is today. Welcome to the Jewish month of Kislev, Chodesh Tov, where we rededicate our Musar practice as we simultaneously prepare for Chanukah to bring more light into our souls during this increasingly dark time, both metaphorically and for real outside. Today we look at prayer as Musar practice, tefillah. Sharing our words, our pleading, our blessings, our fears, our hopes with God can be a powerful Musar practice. There is moral work that may occur when one addresses God with one's own words. We verbally confess our shortcomings to God. We ask God for help in our particular moral situation. Rabbi Simcha Ziv of Kelm, the elder of Kelm, of one of the three schools of Musar, um, quite some time ago, he said, prayer is Musar, disciplining the heart to serve God. And it was taught in the Kelm school of Musar that a student should lengthen his prayers, and I'll say his or hers today, and prayer contemplatively in the way of Musar, so that his or her ears hear what his or her mouth is actually saying, and that his or her heart understands. It sends a message, they feel it, and that he or she labors for the possibility that it makes an impression within him or her. So this is how we do tefillah as Musar practice. So we engage in Musar practice of lengthening our prayers. Today we do it while chanting Adon Olam. It is a classic tefillah, a classic prayer for those of you who are not familiar. And we're singing it in such a way that our ears and heart understand what we are saying. Even if we do not understand any of the Hebrew words, I provide in the blog, which I will be sure to include a link, um, you can find the blog um, over at wordpress.com. It's called 5-Minute Musar. And in the blog, I provide the Adonolam texts, both in English, not both, but in English and Hebrew, and also in transliteration, so that you can follow along and do the prayer with me, and then repeat it yourself. Um, it's best to go through it uh, two or three times. Um, our practice today will also make an impression, one in which we set our intention, our kavana, that will release any despair, yeush, we may have inside our hearts and souls. So below are the words, as I said, and you also will have a video that you can find um, at a link to my drive, the Kihilat Musar drive, where the video will be, or also on our website at Kihilat Musar at uh, Facebook. So be sure to search for that video. So why Adon Olam? Okay, let me briefly just say that Adon Olam in Ashkenazic communities traditionally is a very upbeat, happy song. And if you actually study the words, it's not that type of song. And uh, in my tradition, the Sephardic tradition, we have a melody that actually is haunting. It is slow and it really penetrates. 
and it really moves the despair. And that is what I share with you. So be sure to study the words so you feel it and hear it. And in particular, the key phrase at the end is, God is with me, I shall not fear. God is with me, I shall not fear. Adonai li, velo ira. So you can imagine when we chant it, it's so slow. And as I said, deep and it penetrates. Um, So please do find the video. So let me say a few words about despair. Despair, yeush, is an extreme form of grief that does not bring about healing. Rabbi Yitzhak Hunter from 1906 to 1980, he was the late Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshiva Chaim Berlin in Brooklyn. And he was a student of Sobladka uh, Musar, one of the three schools of Musar. He clarified the difference between sadness and despair. He said, despair is being tired of living. It is a hopeless state. It is exactly what we have been feeling in the world lately, especially in the United States. So I say only in community and kahila practicing to move this despair, to allow ourselves to feel the sadness, to move from despair to sadness. This is our Musar practice today and will be until we have moved that despair lodged in our chest. We have a lot of anger and fear and frustration that has just gotten stuck and it ends up becoming despair where we are tired of this battle. We are tired of living. God says in the Torah, I place before you life and death, a blessing and a curse. Choose life. To accept despair is to make the opposite choice. No matter how grim a situation comes upon us in life, our spiritual challenge is to believe in life, to make that choice, to hope, even as we cry. <laughs>